What up? We are back once again today in the studio. It is time to get the ball rolling. All right, today we are continuing with our Pac-12 football preview. Uh, I know that I uh, threw you guys off a little bit publishing the BYU football preview a little bit uh, earlier. I I had planned to to do them. Uh, the the Pac-12. We're going to be doing the Mountain West. I'm trying my best, uh, kind of trying to decide whether or not uh, how many I want to release. Uh, you know, preseason wise, because once when we get into the season, we're going to be talking, uh, we're going to go straight on. And uh, when we talk about games of the week, uh, we'll be talking about our thoughts and uh, probably about one big story uh, a week during that time. So, you know, we're going to uh, take it a day at a time as we as we are getting closer. And today we will be having Washington State Cougars. We have, uh, we'll be talking a little bit about them. Again, some of these guys, uh, I've talked to the media personnel, uh, out there in Pullman, uh, due to some, uh, issues with scheduling and, uh, just kind of some conflicts there. They're not able to call into the show uh, as of right now, but we are able to overall uh, still talk about them, uh, get their thoughts on them as well. I have them written down here. And uh, get uh, get the Cougar fans excited for this upcoming year. Now, uh, I'm going to say this now, and I don't know why it is the way it is. It might be due to uh, maybe the tradition. Uh, I don't know why uh, year in and year out as we talk about um, these teams and as we discuss uh, the Pac-12, why, and maybe someone can explain this to me better, but why Washington State is overlooked year in and year out. I don't understand it. Mike Leach is a proven winner. I mean, not only did he win at uh, Texas A&M, or Texas Tech, sorry, but he also won here at Washington State, which may have been one of the most notoriously bad programs uh, around that was able to play in the Pac-12. I remember as a little kid, you know, looking at them, and they, I mean, I remember watching them maybe one time, and that's saying something because I watched a lot. If you take away his bowl record that is here, five, right? That's five games that he has played in. Uh, you take away five, they've only been to 10 bowl games outside of that. You give it to them, uh, you, they, they've been to 15. So, obviously, Mike Leach has had a lot of success, and I understand. Uh, I just don't get why this team is not more, talked about more. It's like, you know, uh, a couple years ago, they had Luke Falk, uh, right? Standout quarterback, could sling the pill all over the field, and then uh, last year everyone was like, "Okay, well, uh, he went nine and four. They're in a, they're in the Pac-12, tough schedule." Uh, but then they have this guy named Gardner Minshew that steps in that absolutely destroys as well, and it is in again it blows my mind that. Nobody was talking about them last year. And again, once again, we I feel like we're seeing a pattern here. I'm not saying they're going to get back to 11 wins, but come on. This team is solid. Uh, I was looking all over the place. It was really hard to find a, a betting line on these guys. I think even Vegas is, is struggling to, to figure out where this team kind of ranks. Uh, they had a really interesting schedule this last year, and they had two losses, which were heartbreaking losses. And I don't know if many of you guys watched the Alamo Bowl uh, again 
against Iowa State, but that was probably one of the best bowl games of the bowl season. I loved that game. Uh, I remember turning it on. I honestly remember walking out of the room and coming back, and I think it was like at the end of the first quarter, and I was like, you know what? I cannot miss this game. This game is legit. I cannot wait. I remember the fans going crazy. It was a great sight. Honestly, makes me believe in the bowl system. But regardless, uh, they are out in Pullman. We'll start off with that. They're out there in Pullman, uh, Washington, this last year. I think they've updated their swag. Their swag is pretty cool. Uh, I liked some of the updates. It For so long, it was the same uh, helmets. Now they've kind of uh, revamped that. They've revamped some of their unis. They kind of have this flat gray uh, helmet, and they have uh, some pretty sweet gray unis that I, I particularly like a lot, but I am also a fan of gray. So this last year, they only lost two games. The the game was at USC. They lost by three points, and then they lost uh, in the Apple Cup against uh, UW or University of Washington. Uh, they had a couple of close games throughout the season. They beat Utah by four, which, like I complained about on the Utah podcast, I have no idea, but Washington State just has Utah's number, uh, and they ended up beating Stanford by three. They beat Cal by six, uh, They and so... I mean, they they reached as high as number seven last last year in the the rankings. Uh, you kind of see like this trend. It was like you know, uh, in 2014 when Mike Leach was here, he went three and nine, kind of a rough season. He turns it around, goes nine and four. 2016, eight and five. You know, brings it back to nine and four last year, eleven and two. And now we're looking and talking about it this upcoming season. I think uh, this team is great i would say this is a top 15 team and i don't understand again how they're not getting more media and national attention now it might be due to uh the schedule this upcoming year they do uh are they're on the weaker end of the schedule uh, in my opinion i think uh they get lucky at some of their games uh when they play who they play but the biggest question for me going into it uh is the apple cup i think that uh I see the Washington, Washington State, and Oregon kind of at the three at the top, right? I obviously have Oregon uh, winning that side of the conference. I've been very vocal about that. I think that they do win that co- that side of the conference, but I would not sleep on this Washington State team. And I I think that this upcoming year, Washington State has a great chance to go into Seattle and win. Now. Uh, in years past, they've been kind of obliterated, and I don't, again, I don't understand it, but they have not played particularly well. Last year, they played better than, than in the years past, but again, we're going to have to watch and see uh, what is going to happen this upcoming year. Uh, another fun fact, uh, they have this guy named Gabe uh, Gubrud. <laughs> kind of an interesting name, who is a transfer quarterback from Eastern Washington. Now, this guy, he did get hurt last year, but Eastern Washington, if you guys ever pay attention to the FCS, this team is stacked. It's legit. Last year, they were the national runners-up, and so as, you, as you're thinking about it, you're like, okay, well, he was hurt. Well, he threw for almost 10,000 yards in his tenure there, and that's being hurt one year. So he, big arm, uh, and I expect him to step up at this Washington State team. I don't think he's going to be uh, Gardner Minshew. I think that uh, he was a, a very unique uh, 
style of quarterback and a, and a kind of uh, kind of guy. But I think that this team has the potential to keep going and looking forward. And uh, you know what? That 11-win mark might be attainable. So uh, up next is our ad break. Afterwards, we will be uh, going in, talking a little bit more about their schedule, 50-50 games and such. So stay tuned, and let's keep the ball rolling. All right, just thank Anchor once again, and uh, thank everybody here that uh, has supported me in this podcast and all of your guys' comments, your messages and stuff. It really does help uh, as I want to learn from you guys and what you guys want to hear. Uh, So we're going to jump into the schedule of Washington State. So we start off with New Mexico State, August 31st. I don't really know if I really need to talk a lot about this. I think they'll roll. Uh, despite me uh, liking the Aggies, uh, they're going to roll it. It's it's not even going to be a game. Uh, afterwards, they play Northern Colorado kind of again. Uh, I don't think they uh, will play very uh, good Northern Colorado against them. Uh, I think Wazoo, Washington State, beats Northern Colorado pretty good uh northern colorado only went two and nine this last year so what are you going to say they're going to get the win and then this is what uh we're going to start off here and uh, you have houston washington state now houston is a particularly interesting uh case this upcoming year because of what has transpired and what has happened uh you know when you get rid of coaches and you start to make moves obviously i'm going to be talking about that now dana holgerson is now the man in charge and there are so many questions then that I have that do not have a- answers uh, for Houston. They have a great quarterback. Derek King, uh, legit, can straight up ball. That's all I want to say on that. Uh, but how does he fit into the Dana Holgerson system? A lot of people are predicting these guys 8, 9, possibly even double-digit 10-win uh, teams. And that's them playing Oklahoma and Washington State throughout the year. So you got to be taking that. And they're still playing Cincinnati. Uh, Tulane, who has improved, North Texas, who has improved, and Memphis. Luckily, they get Memphis at home. But they, I mean, I mean, you got to give these guys some credit. So it will be at a neutral site, uh, site game. It's in NRG Stadium. So it will be, it will be a very uh, interesting game. I think uh, as a third week uh, in this in this season, it will tell us a lot about both teams. Again, very interested on that Houston case, but I think that again, I think Washington State. Uh, just due to Mike Leach and the air raid system, will uh, end up getting the best of him. And now we're going to get into it here. So now they take on their Pac-12 schools. They do play UCLA. They get them in Pullman September 21st. And I'm going to take the the Cougars in this game, uh, mainly because UCLA uh, hasn't played well on the road in years past. And I think that Mike Leach will be able to defend home uh, field. And I think they sling it all over the all over the the field and they end up getting the win uh last time these guys played was back in 2016 and that was when you know ucla was not i mean that was before chip kelly years and uh wazoo got the win there and they beat him back in 15 so uh, if i was a betting man which uh i i don't take uh bets maybe i will this upcoming season but we'll see uh on some games i don't know it's going to be kind of interesting. The whole sports betting fa- th- thing is absolutely fascinating, but we're not going to get into that. But if I was a betting man, I would definitely bet on Wazoo in that game. Um, afterwards, they're going to take on Utah. Now, they do have to go to Salt Lake, but 
as I complained about as a Utah fan, for some reason, uh, Washington State always gets the best of the U. It's been the last four, four straight that Washington State has beat the University of Utah. So four straight, that means that two of them were in Pullman and two of them were in Salt Lake. And despite Utah being as legit as what they were last year, they still lost uh, to Washington State. I don't know how Mike Leach, he just gets the better of Kyle Winningham. So we're going to be uh, definitely a big uh, exclamation mark there. Uh, Again, if you're going to take – Washington State does have to go to Salt Lake, and Utah is a much improved team, even from last year. And uh, they're my pick to come out of the South, so – I think it's a 50-50 game. It is so hard for me. And, and my dad and, and some of my friends, they give me such a bad time because they're like, oh, well, you know, Washington State's going to get the best of you again. Like, you can almost bet that that uh, Washington State's going to beat the U. It is going to be a tough game. We'll see what ends up happening. Afterwards, they're going to take on Arizona State. Now they go on the road uh, to Tempe. And I think that will be a difficult game for a few reasons. Number one, just come, if they do beat Utah, they're going to be undefeated in my book. You know, 5-0, and they're going to have some media attention. And they're going to have to go down uh, to Tempe in the heat. It's going to be a difficult game. Regardless, uh, even if they do lose that game, 4-1, and they're going to be talked about. People are going to be discussing them. Uh, they are both off of a bye, so they might lose a little bit of their step. But they will get uh, have that nice needed rest but again i see that as a 50 50 game really interesting really tough game uh after that they have a a homecoming against colorado i would say that washington state definitely has an advantage of that i take uh washington state like about a you know uh 70 65 chance of winning i would give to uh washington state in that matchup Uh, afterwards they go on the road to eugene um and I just don't – this is going to be a, a, another one of those difficult games. Uh, like I said, the three at the top, I discredit Stanford. A lot of people have Washington State as their fourth best team out of this side of the conference. I actually have uh, them a little bit higher. I have them tied with Washington with the same amount of losses in uh, the Pac-12 play. That being said, if you know if Washington beats Washington State, then that could change However, however you see it. But I – I think that uh, the game against Oregon is going to tell us a lot of things. Number one, it will tell us a story of is Oregon legit and can they overcome? Because Washington State is always a trap game because they they throw the ball all over the place. They're never out of a football game. You might be up, you know, four touchdowns. Do not count out Mike Leach and the air raid offense to to lose. Uh, to lose a game and and it to be a blowout because this team is extremely good. They're never, ever out of a game, and that's what's going to be hard. Now, the chips are stacked against them. They are going into Eugene against a very talented Oregon team and a second-year coach that, you know, they say that uh, he's building a a culture and a system back at the University of Oregon. So I think, uh, you know, mark it on your calendars. I'm going to give Oregon a slight edge in this matchup, though. I think this is a first – that in the Utah game – Washington State, I'll give uh, Washington State a slight edge in the Utah game just due to recent history and, you know, beating the Utes four straight. But Oregon, I want to give Oregon a slight edge. Now that not meaning that, uh, you know, the quarterback Gabe uh, Gubrud or (laughs) however you pronounce his name doesn't go into Eugene beat them up, and end up coming out victorious. If they do, that would be great for the rest of the season. Uh, But we will see when that time comes. Again, I'll give Oregon a slight advantage in that contest. Afterwards, they have a bye, and then they go on the road to California. Last year, 
Uh, Cal played them really tough. Uh, I actually remember the game. Uh, if I remember correctly, oh, it was like last, I think it was like a last second, like it was close all game, and then Washington State got a touchdown towards the end and kind of just sealed the deal. Uh, again, I, my memory might be failing me, but um, I think it, it, you know, they say that the road team has lost four in a row, so... Uh, they do have to go to Cal, but I think Washington State actually breaks that curse of the road team uh, losing. I think that uh, Washington State goes in, takes care of Cal. Uh, afterwards, they're going to be they play against Stanford. Now they beat Stanford last year, and, and the year before that, uh, let's see, did they? Yes, they also beat Stanford by a score of three points, and uh, so. And they beat them the year. So they have a nice little winning streak. They have not lost to Stanford since 2015. Uh, they are home against Stanford. Now, it has always been a close game. But again, I just don't see Stanford at the caliber as what they once were when Luck was there, when Harbaugh was there. Even when, when Shaw, I mean, Shaw's been there for a while. And uh, he's done a really good job. I just don't see them at the same level uh, as what they once competed at. And I'm going to take Washington State in that matchup. Afterwards, they play uh, Oregon State. And Washington State did trail at one point uh, last year against Oregon State. But later just kind of uh, put the hurt down in the fourth quarter. So I think that... Uh, Having them come to Pullman, I have Washington State in that game. Now, the infamous Apple Cup. Now, this is... In the last 10 games, Washington State has only won one game. So, they're 10% uh, win percentage against them. And I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's it's style. Maybe Washington just knows how to prepare. It's, uh, it's a big brother, little brother type thing in the Apple Cup. It could be something to do with uh, BYU-Utah, like, or not something to do, but it's like BYU-Utah, where one team is just vastly superior. And uh, Now, I'm not around the organizations. I've been to Seattle. I've never been to Pullman, but maybe there is a little bit of a, of a culture thing, but I think that this year, I mean, Washington... They return less starters on defense than what they have in years past. They only bring back two. Uh, Washington State brings back six. They bring back seven on Washington on the offensive side of the ball. Bring back seven for Washington State. Now, this, none of the teams on or none of the guys on Washington State's team have ever beat Washington, and I think that says something. Now, Washington has the advantage, the experience advantage, and just the overall pride advantage. But it will be really difficult for me. Uh, to say that uh, is not going to happen this upcoming year. Now it is on a Friday night. It's in Seattle. Uh, last year it was a snow fest. I remember uh, tuning in uh, last year when it was just, I mean, it was just dumping big old flakes of snow. It was crazy, especially because my wife, she's from the, she's from West uh, Washington and they're out in Pullman's out in Eastern Washington. I'm like, Oh, Megan, look, uh, uh, look how much snow it is. She's like, Oh no, that's, that's how it is out there. And that's just blows my mind, especially from Seattle, but you're not going to get probably, I'm not going to say you won't, but probably not going to get snow in Seattle. Uh, it's just going to be that same kind of misty Seattle night. It's going to be cold, uh, but it'll be interesting to see. And I think this could be the year. I mean, last year I thought more than anything that, uh, they could get over the hump, 
and beat Washington, but I think Washington plays a little bit more difficult of a schedule. And so, uh, but by week 12, I, again, it comes down to injuries and stuff like that. But again, I'm going to go 50-50 on this game. Uh, I will make that decision a little bit further as the season goes along and I see them. I mean, after I watch the Wazoo-Utah game, the Wazoo-Oregon game, the Wazoo-Cal game, Wazoo-Stanford uh, game, then I want to have a really good idea and I want to be able to to direct you guys but right now it's a 50 50 game it's kind of up in the air uh, it also depends on uh i guess oregon because if if oregon beats washington state and it beats washington then neither of them are playing for a pac-12 championship uh title berth so it might not i mean it's still going to be competitive but there's not as much on the line it would be interesting if they had all split uh the series and you know if oregon beats washington state uh and then uh Oregon beats Washington, so then it's going to come down to Washington, Washington State. Just kind of an interesting thing. If they're all one-on-one against each other, how how they will determine it. But uh, definitely be watching for this team. I think the quarterback play here is going to shock you guys, uh, just like it did this last year. I thought Gardner Minshew was a great addition. Uh, sadly, he had to leave, but... This new guy from from Eastern Washington can obviously, you know, he's obviously experienced. He's been in a winning program uh, out out of Eastern Washington and Cheney. So overall, that's kind of our Washington State preview. I'm going to say this again: Do not sleep on this team. I don't know what it is, uh, but year in and year out, they're always picked fourth in the Pac-12 sometimes third in the Pac-12, I mean, out of the Pac-12 North, and nobody's given them the respect they deserve, and I feel like, you know, they've kind of earned that respect. I mean, the last few years, I mean, 9-8, 9-11, those are a ton of wins. They've been very successful uh, in being able to get to the point where they are going to win. Uh, So that is kind of our Washington State preview. Again, I'm going to be trying to release the Pac-12 preview. That is basically the flagship. We'll be following the Pac-12. That's going to be the the main focus in out of the uh the fbs conference again we'll be following all of our all of the teams that have come on our uh, podcast and had an interview with us we'll definitely be following them uh in the fcs ranks uh we're actually working with eastern east carolina university uh hopefully they'll be able to come on and have a coach uh, come on and talk to us a, a little bit more uh, as we break into the FBS rigs. But again, we're going to be following that. We'll be following a lot of the FCS, kind of how that comes out uh, throughout the season. Uh, we're also releasing our uh, games of the week. We'll be doing a podcast on our games of the week. And that is also subject to change, obviously, because if one team is supposed to be super good and they end up not playing as well, then obviously it won't be the game of the week. But preseason game of the week, uh, both on the FBS and FCS levels. And uh, overall, just getting you guys excited. Uh, I will actually be in Cedar City. I'm going to kind of a media day uh, type thing there, an open practice, so I'll be able to see uh, SUU scrimmage, and it will be a really fun uh, environment. So we'll definitely be keeping a, a, a close watch on uh, them this upcoming season. So from all of us here, I get the ball rolling. Tell your family, tell your friends uh, about us. Let us know what we're doing. Feel free to message us. Uh, message us. We're open 24 hours a day. Uh, so uh, until next time, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Be sure to check out also out of our catalog, Sling in the Pale. Uh, 
and uh, on there they have a little uh, mini segment or other segment with me in it called the jock strap where we're talking uh, a little bit of everything so uh, when my friend and I when we get together we'll definitely be publishing those episodes there also 24-7 ball talk will be on there uh, as this season kind of turns out so until next time I hope you guys have a wonderful week and keep the ball rolling